and welcome to the Birmingham Unsigned podcast, dedicated to bringing you the best unsigned music from the Birmingham area of the UK. In this podcast, we interview local bands and artists to find out more about them and get a little taste of their music. Birmingham Unsigned is run on a voluntary basis and all of our content is completely, absolutely free. But it does cost money to have things like a website going and to help promotion. And if you wanted to support us, there are a couple of ways you can do that. Uh, I'll mention those ways at the end of the podcast. On the Birmingham Unsigned podcast today, I am very happy to introduce Chris from the band Sleuth. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good, thank you. You? Yeah, very good, very good. Um, and uh, Chris, I'm guessing it's not just you in the band. Uh, who else is it that uh, that you play with? So in the band, I've got um, myself, who tends to kind of write everything and play majority of the, um, especially on recordings, instruments, um, do the singing. Um, I also have Carl on drums who does some backing vocals as well. Uh, played with Carl for a long time in different bands and different things. So, um, And then we've got Daria, who plays bass. Um, she has her own own thing going on, on the side as well. So she kind of sings with us as well. So she's got that female element, which I always kind of like in recordings. Um, and then live, we tend to have um, my friend Matthew, who actually lives in London. Um, he tends to play guitar parts for us. So he tends to come in and, and sort of do that live element. Uh, he's got his own thing going on as well. So like everyone, you know, everyone's kind of got lots of fingers and lots of pies. So, yeah, so that's it. It's kind of three slash four, I guess, in the in sleuth at the moment. Makes sense. Uh, bring in an extra extra person for the live performances just to fill things in. And um, being Birmingham unsigned, I always like to ask, uh, whereabouts in Birmingham are you? Um, well, I'm actually from Wolverhampton, so um, slightly out, um, but not too far. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let you off. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then we're in kind of a sort of neighbouring area. So um, sort of Darius in Kidderminster. Um, Carl was sort of Stourbridge, but now he's kind of Stourbridge away. So we're kind of all in that kind of area, as I say, apart from Matthew, kind of London. But um, again, we won't hold that against him. You know, we all kind of have that kind of, we all kind of sort of local. We've always played in Birmingham, played around Birmingham. You know, obviously a lot of the venues touch wood, you know, there's a lot going on at the moment, but um, a lot of the venues are always in Birmingham. So be well listen to Birmingham. Yes, and of course everything's a, a little bit strange at the moment. If anyone's listening yeah. to this in uh, in months or years' time, we're currently on uh, the second lockdown uh, from COVID. So, yep, uh, gigs are all up in the air and uh, and things like that. Um, so, I suppose before we go uh, too much into it, I'd like to find out what it is that you're most excited to tell people about at the moment. Is there anything that you're really working on or promoting right now? Yeah. Um... We've just released a single, well, kind of August it was now. Um, we released a single, First to Leave, Last to Go, um, which we're very excited about because, as, he, as we've talked about the lockdowns before, that was supposed to come out earlier in the year. This year we're supposed to have EPs out, um, singles out, but everything's kind of got a bit pushed back, pushed back. So um, at the moment we kind of, we released a single earlier in the year, which was We Are Books, which, was, which we're really excited about because it was on World Book Day. So I was really excited about that. Um, and the video to that was, um, I liked it. I think it's fantastic. Um, it's sort of stop motion. Um, it was a typewriter with sort of different imagery and sort of mixed in. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, I thought that was quite good. That's that's available to sort of see now. But that was back back in World Book Day, back in March. I'd say released a single in August. Um, bigger gap than we wanted, but with everything going on, lockdown. Yeah. Um, and we've got, we've got things that are, 
kind of there. They're kind of, you know, I you could play them now, but they're not quite they're not quite finished yet. So we kind of just on the brink of, you know, if this second lockdown hadn't happened, you know, we might have released them at the end of the year, but get towards the end of the year now. So there's a lot going on. This year was supposed to be a lot going on, which means we've sort of stored it. So hopefully, you know, when some normality comes back, mm. I think everything will get released in, in Axe, really. Um, we definitely got an EP that's recorded, as I say. It's just about, you know, it's the trimmings around the edge to finish off, you know, um, to get it released into the real world. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of pretty much there, really. We're just, just waiting for the, the right time, I guess. It's it's a weird time at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah. putting stuff out. It's a weird time putting stuff out. It's a lot of stuff being put out but there's a lot of people recording things and putting things out which they might not have done in the past um you know, there's a lot of live streams which is yeah. good but there's a lot of it there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment and it it, it, it can things can get lost a little bit yeah it's so it's, it's hard to um hard to sort of stand out in all the noise i think you're quite right yeah. um <clears throat> so having uh spoken about the uh the releases that you've just had there now might be quite a nice time to play a little snippet of uh of one of your songs so people can get a feel for what you sound like so uh which song would you like me to play a little section of first i guess first to leave last to go that was the one that was just released and I, i'm really excited about that it's kind of a new recording for us and it's, it's a it's a i quite like it it's a good song excellent let's play a little snippet from first to leave last to go That was a little bit of first to leave, last to go. And uh, I often ask people whether their songs have any sort of a deeper meaning that we should be uh, looking for, and it doesn't matter if it doesn't, but is there anything, any story behind it? Um, I, I, I do quite like to have stories and, and meaning lyrics. I'm kind of, I come from a kind of background or influence of, you know, you, um, sort of, I'm, I'm heavily into sort of Elliot Smith, but Bright Eyes, uh, you know, sort of mm. reverse, sort of Dylan. Um, a big Morrissey fan uh, of his music, not always his views. Um, <laughs> all, that, all that kind of stuff. Really, I, I, and I, I'm, a, I'm a big Paul Heaton fan of, of all the different incarnations he's gone through. I think, I think, but I do try, try uh, and have a kind of a lyrical value, if you like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, first to leave, last to go is just a bit. Um, it's probably a recurring theme through my songs. It's a bit of frustration in there. Um, you know, kind of you come in, you go in. You're not sure where you quite are. Um, you know, it's kind of it's, it's it's a bit of a plea song, really. Um, DRS, OS. You know, it's a bit of a kind of uh, just a plea for, for help a little <laughs> a little bit. Um, it, yeah, I think it's just I think times I think times just weird at the moment. There's a lot of you know time, the time is odd, and you know for me, sort of personally and other things going on. I think it's just a kind of it's a bit of a not a cry for help because I, I don't want anyone kind of you know calling you up and asking <laughs> if, if they can talk to me. But it's you know it's kind of I think that's what it is. I think. It is. I mean, for example, We Are Books, which is the one we released earlier in the year. Again, I wasn't the same thing, but it, it had, I thought it tried to get some lyrical meaning. So, you know, saying that We Are Books, basically, um, you know, and it goes through the verses, kind of just go through, you know, there's a book for you, 
you know, so you don't need the film to explain the book to you. You know, when you get that book for you, it will just explain itself. Mm-hmm. And we kind of, I'm trying to like liken it, you know, there's someone who contradicts you, there's someone who'll agree with you. And I'm trying to get, you know, we are books. And that was the whole idea of that. And and I was quite, you know, I, I was quite pleased with that, that it kind of came out and, and, and the video that came with it was a, effectively the, the lyrics to it. Um, but was kind of portrayed in that way that you're kind of writing it as you go along. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I do quite, quite like to get some kind of lyrical value to it, you know, so people can actually listen to it. And sometimes, sometimes, you know what it's like with songs, people kind of can miss the lyrics, you know, if they don't hear it right or, yeah. you know, um, I, I guess I, I sing quite softly. So sometimes you can miss the odd word. Um, but I think, I think I do, you know, I do like people to, I, I do put my lyrics out as well and all any releases, I kind of include them. So you can actually read them as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I do like, as I say, I do quite like lyrics to have a have some kind of meaning. Yeah, I quite like it when you've got a lyrics video that goes with the track as well, and I think that was great with uh, with We Are Books. It was a very well put Thank together. You. I might have to make sure that uh, everyone um, knows how to get to that one. Um, so I might ask you at the end <laughs> where, where, where to send people to that one. Um, I wanted to ask, how do you do what it is that you do i mean do you generally sort of rehearse with the band rehearsal rooms or do you do more i suppose at the moment more of the recording side of things how do you physically put everything together um sleuth's a bit of a kind of weird one really it's, it's kind of sleuth's always been kind of it originated sort of me myself sort of sitting in a room kind of recording everything um like that so when it got to playing live it was kind of obviously you know unless i was going to go out as a one-man band it wasn't really going to work and i kind of wanted to do a, a band as opposed to just myself and a, a guitar or, or a keyboard yeah um so so the band evolved from there um sort of fast forward a couple of years and, and to where we are now it's kind of um i kind of wanted the band to kind of play their parts more so so for example you know everyone can play their instruments better than i can mm. so it's a case of you know why not have them playing on it um so that's how it happened so so, for example, we recorded the drums and uh, the bass and drums in um, Sound Junkies um, mm-hmm. with Steve, and he recorded our, our bass and drums, which uh, I've done them at home before, but it was just a case of, you know what, that's, I, I'm a bit kind of, I tend to try and record everything myself, and sometimes I kind of think, well, you know what, let someone else in who's got a bit more, yeah, a bit more knowledge, and who knows what they're doing a bit more. Um, <laughs> so, and, you know, you can make a little, lot more noise than being at my house. So, you know, it, we, he was, that was fantastic. You know, we recorded a lot of songs there, which, as I said, all stopped hard, ready to go. Um, so the bass and drums are done there, and the rest of it was done in my little studio at home, which I tend to work. I, I tend, I tend to work best that way because um, I tend to write a lot of parts as I'm going. So um, I'll kind of arrange it, um, kind of partly as I go along, but then um, you know, piece it together. So a lot of the things a lot of the things were kind of ready, the bass and drums were ready, because we'd, we'd played some of these songs live before, you see. Because yeah. what had happened was, I'd got a load of songs that were ready, and I wanted to change the set. I wanted it, I didn't want to play older songs. So I got the set ready, so the new set, the new set we were playing out, you know, we went to sort of Cavern Liverpool, we were playing it around Starbridge, playing kind of Worcester, you know, and Birmingham. We were playing all these gigs, and we were playing these new songs out, um, <coughs> but they weren't recorded. So by the time we'd got to recording, the bass and the drums had, you know, they played these songs many yeah. times before, so we tended just to get we tended just to get together really just for the rehearsals for gigs, um, you know, because everyone's got so many other things going on. It was it, we're not some, we're not a band that kind of rehearse, rehearses every week, yeah. you know, and, and you know works out parts that way. So kind of I guess 
I will I will write a song, probably arrange it as well and get parts, but then but then, you know, the others will kind of come in and do it properly, you know, we'll, we'll make it sound good. So that's how we kind of work really. It's a good combination doing it that way, I think, with some of the uh, some of the stuff recorded in a slightly more professional way that you can do at home, but then having the uh, the capability of chopping and changing and moving things around, adding extra parts. It's a fun way of going about it, isn't it? It does. I need it as well because I change my mind so many times. So, <laughs> you know, I'll, send, I'll send out final mixes and then you know I'll send out another final mix and everyone's like, "What's the difference? What have you done?" <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to I tend to hold on to things too long as well. That's my problem. So, yeah. So it's good that I, I don't I have my own studio that wouldn't cost me time otherwise I would not be able to afford it. So. Yes, I've got many files on my computer called things like Final Mix Version Four, Final, <laughs> Final, Definitely Final. Yeah. So I always end up with a few different versions. This is the one. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> so you've been uh, you've been doing some gigs, of course, uh, prior to COVID mucking everything up. Have, uh, have there been any particular yeah. gigs that you've done that really stick in your memory as being uh, really special to you or really interesting in any way? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've done um, we've done sort of uh, Liverpool um, Go Festival, the International Overthrow uh, Pop Overthrow Festival. Uh, we've done that for a few years now, um, which um, is a fantastic festival. Um, it's a it's a chap called David from um, um, America, and he basically organises that, and um, he does it all over the world. There's lots of, lots of different countries he does it, um, but he does it in Liverpool as well at Cavern, obviously. So mm. we've we've played that a couple of times. We're due to do it this year, obviously that didn't happen. But we've done that again and again, and, and that's always a fantastic gig because you tend to play kind of a couple of times. You know, there's the Cavern Pub as well, where you get to play on the Cavern Big Stage. So that's always a fantastic gig to do. Um, what one of the gigs that kind of this incarnation of sort of sleuth hasn't played, but I, I did um, in a previous incarnation was um, when I played with Quasi. Um, okay. I've always been a big Quasi fan, uh, possibly the Elliot Smith um, connection, maybe, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of we played with them. That's a fantastic gig. Really, really good to play with them. Um, we had, you know, good crowd. We, we went down really well, uh, which is kind of all you really asked for, really. Um, but they were really, really sweet to us, and um, you know, they kind of complimented us massively. Um, you know, even I mean, I was playing a lot of guitar at the time, lots of less keys, and you know, they, they were complimenting on guitar parts, my playing and stuff like that. And considering you know they played with Elliot Smith and you know <laughs> heroes of mine, it was like it was like okay, this is pretty cool. So. Yeah, things like that. Really, I've, I've played with a few few of my heroes, and and you know, time like sort of Simple Kid, massive Simple Kid fan, you know, like Marvel's Hunt, you know. So a lot of people over time have just met a lot of people. So you know, nothing massively kind of sticks out, but just a lot of you know good memories of, of gigs, really. Uh, talking about you, uh, you playing live, it makes me want to uh, put on another bit of, uh, of one of your songs. So, um, what song should we play? A little snippet from next. Um, I reckon uh, Post Note Prophecies. Because that that was kind of a that was yeah that was quite a good one. That was a video that I did with Nick Townsend, week thirteen. Um, that was a good video that we did, um, and that yeah that got quite a lot of airplay. That seemed to go down quite well. Stephen Mack played that, which was nice. Um, and so yeah, that went down well. So I think Post-it Note Prophecies would be quite good. Thank you. Awesome. So let's hear a little section from Post-it Note Prophecies. Judged, blood and water mix. Just ride on, let your fall. Talk us through, cast blood upon 
was a little section from Post-it Note Prophecies. So, Chris, when you're not doing music, when you're not being musical, what else are you doing in the rest of your life? Um, yeah, it's quite quite frustrating because I, I never feel that there's enough time that I <laughs> give to music, um, and and it's getting less and less. Um, but I, so when I'm not doing music, I'm always thinking about music and getting frustrated why I'm not doing music. But I, <laughs> like everyone else, I have a job, um, I have I have family, and so I kind of you know trying to trying to look after all of that really and try and jumble jumble or jungle or yeah. juggle everything <laughs> at the same time so yeah it's just that really tired it's like everyone else you know time time isn't isn't always everyone's friend that's the problem yes that's probably the uh, the biggest challenge of all for, for most of us i think as, uh, yeah. as musicians these days unless you're uh, lucky enough to be able to do it full time um yeah Speaking of challenges, I always like to know from people's musical worlds what sort of challenges you've had and uh, how you've managed to overcome them. I always think it's quite useful for people like me, other musicians and other bands, to know sort of how you've uh, how you've got over any of the challenges that you've had so far. Uh, I think I think a big challenge, a big frustration. I mean, frustration is quite a word I'm using quite a lot. I'm not aware, but I mean, I think it's a social media thing. I think it's getting your stuff out there, and I think. Like you know, there's a there's a lot, and it's a good thing now. But it's so easy to get your stuff out there. You know, it's it's a good. You know, you don't have to go to rec- you can you can physically release anything you want. Mm. Um, you know, you know, you don't have the old record company way and stuff. But you know, you, you can, so you see, it's really is easy to do. Um, but at the same time, it it means it doesn't necessarily mean that you should do it. You know, I mean, there's <laughs> so much stuff out there, and there's you know you'll get. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking anyone for it. But the problem is, you'll get people that you know kind of they'll chuck out literally, you know, 100 songs a week. Um, and, you know, it's literally saturated out there. Of stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's not all great. And that's subjective. That's fine. So I'm not saying my stuff is. But it's just like there's so much stuff. And there's so many people trying to trying to sell themselves. And I always find it quite hard trying to sell myself. I'm not a natural, you know, salesman or kind of – I don't naturally – I don't find it easy. You know, mm. I, can, I can do what I do. I like doing what I do. I don't like to sell. So I think it's really hard out there because I think there's so much um, – there's so many people trying to trying to get out there and trying to sort of um, try to fight for the space because I think we live in that kind of society where there is that much stuff that people will just flick through everything. People yeah. don't give themselves time anymore. You know, you used to have like an album and, you know, you, you'd listen to it and it might not be great to start with. And then by the time you've heard it a few times, you know, some of the, some of the songs or some of the bands or some of the albums that are my absolute favourites now, I listened to it the first time. Friends will tell you that, you know, I said it was rubbish. You know, it just wasn't very good or I didn't like it. And then for some reason, it's grown on me. And then, you know, it, it's fantastic. And it's probably like, you know, my favourite albums. But I don't think people give time anymore to kind of discover things or discover new things or or get to know a song or get to know something. I mean, you know, I, I try and put so many, I try and craft a song. So I try to have loads of different things. And people have said on multiple times, you know, the more times you listen to it, you notice different things. Mm. And that's great. And that's the idea. And that's fantastic. But to be honest, if someone's listening to 30 seconds of it, that's all wasted, you know, and it's all gone. So I think that's a bit of a frustration to me is that, you know, people will listen to something for 20 seconds and thinking, well, I haven't got to the, the big bit yet. But at the same yeah. time, maybe, you know, maybe I'm not writing pop songs then. Maybe I'm not writing the songs for that kind of 30 second audience. You know, it's kind of hard, isn't it? It's hard to know what to what to do you know where to put yourself sometimes i think and, and you know there is an audience out there that is you know the, um, 
I know people who are, you know, they still want a CD, still want a vinyl, still want the album. Yeah. You know, they're all saying the album coming out. But some people that, you know, I know that, you know, say, you know, you should just put singles out. And it's kind of sometimes knowing what to do for the best. I think sometimes you get caught between that. And I think, I think that's hard for people to know what to do. I mean, I've got, I've got friends who kind of, um, I mean, you know, and they'll say to me, you know, what, what, you know, like I should know, but you know, <laughs> what should I do? What should I put out? Or, you know, is there anyone I can talk to or how should I get this done? Or then you're kind of thinking, no idea really, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah. so many people doing stuff and doing stuff in different ways. And I think what you've got to be careful of as well as these days is, you know, things like this is fantastic. What, you know, what you're doing, but you know, there, there are lots of people that out there, which are trying to charge people for things a lot. Uh, and, you know, you get a lot of people sort of taking an interest and all of a sudden there's a fee. Uh, yeah, and, and that's coming up more and more, and I'm seeing that more and more. You know, I've got <laughs> with the last release I did. You know, that happened quite a bit. You know, people all of a sudden there's these fees coming up, and you're thinking that's fine. You know, I believe that people should be, you know, rewarded. That's the wrong word, but you know, you know, paid for or you know, for for what they do, especially if they're supporting you. But at the same time, there's there's no money really to be made anyway. In in you know, if you're not gigging or you're not, it's just like the releases. There's not a fat lot of money in it really. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of hard to kind of have a budget or have a kind of you know it's the love of it really which is fine which is fine which is that's why i do it but it's you know i think that's i think that's hard for a lot of people is that how where do you do where do you start what do you do you know there's yeah. billions of people out there writing songs throwing songs out there and it's really hard and some people you know are really good at it there are some really people really good i mean you know my I'm a, I'm a, i mean i'm a big fan of my my cousin alex ohm you know he's fantastic at it you know, he seems to just be always out there and, you know, uh, he's got a lot of followers and a lot of people are tuned into him. And I can see why, because he's fantastic. Mm. But he's also, he's also very good at, you know, being out there. He's very charismatic. He's very good. So, you know, it's almost, how do you do it? You know, I don't know. How do you bottle it? It's one of those rules, isn't it? It's a real challenge, and you're you're not the first person uh, that I've interviewed that's having having the same um, the same issues. There, it's really hard to uh, sell yourself, especially if you're not naturally inclined to uh, to sell yourself like that. Um, but yes, I mean, you've obviously been doing it well enough that I found out about you <laughs> and put, put you on Birmingham Unsigned. So you must be doing yeah, something thank right. You. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure. It's, uh, it's been lovely to uh, to listen to what you've put out there. I'm looking forward to hearing some of the other stuff that's uh, that's coming out as well. Um, in fact, uh, speaking of listening to more stuff, uh, what's uh, what's next for us to have a listen to? What would you want to play a little snippet of next? I think we are books, please, because I think that was the that was the the one that I've been talking about, and I think, and again, that's one where it has like two minutes of very eelsy kind of you know slowish kind of thing, and then all of a sudden, the last minute is harmonies drums blazing and stuff so again you know you've got to pick your pick your time section <laughs> one of those, do you know what I mean? so yeah I, we are books please fantastic a little section from we are books
was a little section from We Are Books. Um, so we've talked about promoting. I think it uh, seems only natural to uh, have a little bit of a chat about how you do promote yourselves and make sure that everyone that's listening knows the best way to find you. So uh, where do you send people to? Do you have one central place or do you send them to a myriad of, of socials and so on? Well, we tend to um, we use we don't have a, a website website because it's, you know, what, what to do. But we have so um, we have Facebook. So we, we tend to put a lot of our stuff on there. That's kind of like the official um, notice board, et cetera. So we have um, we have Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, SoundCloud, all, all do you want Bandcamp, all, all that kind of stuff, really, we're on. Uh, and we have the same um, username on everything, um, which is Sleuth Sounds, which is Sleuth Sounds, like Sleuth Sounds, as in kind of pet sounds. Yeah. Um, so Sleuth Sounds. So yeah, we tend. I mean, I tend to be on Twitter more than, than anything else because I've always been a big fan of Twitter. So I tend to kind of, you know, Twitter on there really quite a bit more than than other stuff. But um, yeah, it's Facebook has a lot of the things. It'll have the links. Obviously, Bandcamp has all our releases on anyway, so you can get everything on there. Um, some of them are free now. I've started putting them free, for free. Um, but um, so new EP will go up on there. Uh, run Spotify as well. You can find us on Spotify. Um, to be honest, if you search for Spotify and YouTube, you tend to get a bit confused on the sound sometimes, but you can. If, and if you look up um, on the song titles, you'll find it. So We Are Books on the YouTube. <laughs> we Are Books is on there, um, the video. Um, there's some live stuff on there. Um, First to Leave, Last to Go, that's on there. That was a lyric video we did. Um, Post-it Note Prophecies that we did with Nick, um, that's on there. That's got a magician in that hands. That's quite good. Um <laughs> So yeah, he. So yeah, uh, YouTube kind of tends to have the, the singles, if you like, I guess, on there. And then um, Sound Sound SoundCloud, it's got some different things. It's got like some of the piano stuff that I did on one of the EPs, and just like the outros, um, bit Elliot-y. Um But yeah, Twitter. I tend to be on Twitter a lot more. Um, I don't know why. I, I don't take that many photos on Instagram, so mm. it tends to be sort of publicity on there and Facebook. So I, I quite like the um, just the short statementy thing of twitter really and i but you know follow a lot of people make comments and um badly drawn boy actually um commented on one of my things the other day i sent him a something and he commented we retweeted it so i was proud of that awesome so um but yeah so but yeah that's it really so sleuth sounds will get it get you in all that one hour i think what's going on as i say and as soon as the um if you subscribe to everything then as soon as you know the new eps um are ready and the singles are done then um they'll be straight out they'll be straight out what a good idea subscribe to everything that's the, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the best way subscribe to the Birmingham Unsigned podcast while you're at it just in case anyone Please. hasn't already um <laughs> I was going to talk to you about the videos actually do you do the videos yourself or do you have like uh, someone else that does videos with you or for you how, how do the videos come together um the first big one we kind of did well first big one we did really was was kind of just me um and a magician um was with Nick and Nick Townsend. He makes a load of videos for loads of people around the area. Um, and he's fantastic at what he does. He's fantastic at everything, really. Um, but he kind of makes videos for a lot of people. He's in a lot of videos for the Humdrum Express um, with Ian, who's another fantastic songwriter who I, I play with um, when he goes out. Um, so, um, yeah, he kind of, so we, we did that. That was kind of a, um, a kind of a live, not a live video, but kind of, I was putting my head in guillotines and, and stuff like that. And the magician was doing for Sean. Sean was fantastic. He, he came along and helped us for the day and did it, did it all with us and did genuine tricks in there. Um, so that was fantastic. 
um we um the next one we, i was going to do more stuff with him but things that came along and things didn't happen in terms of you know sort of, um you know pushbacks of you know mm-hmm. covid or other things so ended up doing um we are books i basically did it with a typewriter which um a friend lizzie lent us it's not my typewriter unfortunately so we i basically stopped motion it and that took forever oh, i can imagine do each one. so i do i'd write a lot of the song out and then i'd accidentally hit the typewriter or the camera and then i have to do it all again so it's just kind of that was a pain uh but fantastic to do um so we kind of um did that and then there were bits in there we wanted to stop motioning things so we were kind of playing a gig um and i was with Darry and carl and they um they recorded some bits for me and they they did like Darry did some really cool stuff with her holding books moving up and down carl did some drummy bits and then they sent them and we basically put them into put them to the app i was using at the time and um just edited it all together so we kind of made that one ourselves really um we um and then first leave us to go it was again it was what do we do it was almost like mm. we need to do something so that was literally almost like a even though we are books is kind of a little bit like a lyric video because it has the words being typed out we didn't really think of it as a lyric video uh, whereas this one was a lyric video yeah I, it was based around just the words apart from with the instrumental bits we had um just us like a bit like in the studio and a bit random and <laughs> I've been doing a lot of walking at the time um, in some nearby woods. And um, my daughter, actually, um, Enid, sort of filmed it for me. So we filmed some of it and it shows me kind of appearing and disappearing. That's the great thing about stop motion. Yeah. Um, Dari is really good at it. She, she's kind of done her own video with vanilla pods um, with stop motion as well. And, and um, you know, it was kind of, that's what we were kind of looking at at the time. So, um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of like, quite like stop motion. So we, we, we filmed that, um, and it, it has bits of. Um, I've got loads of ideas for videos. Mm. It's just trying to get them made, if you like. Sometimes it's just how 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 I'm going to record that. Yeah. So it, it's it's really hard. So sometimes it's like you know what, do a lyric video, just get something out there, and um, try and get it done. But so yeah, so the last two I guess were made by myself uh, with a bit of help, and then I say Nick did the other one, and there's a couple of live videos on there. There's like the Arena Theatre in Wolverhampton that we did um rob's night which is good um and then bits of there's a there's a worcester there's a worcester live one actually our friend nick and ness filmed us um, on their phone which actually came out really well nice. so uh, for the idol we stand that one and that's quite a, a song that i quite quite like um but yeah so that's um yeah there's a lot on there youtube's quite good for just snap you know snap it and snippets yeah on there. I love it. I think uh, the the whole DIY ethos very uh, close to my own heart because that's how everything uh, gets done around here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. I think you know, as you say, I mean, it's fantastic. And that's the creative. Like, I do like having that hold on, not hold. Sorry, but that, having that kind of, I know what's in there. It, it feels like it's mine, um, and that's why I'm very kind of. I like to own something, but um, mm. sometimes you say you sometimes I think you do have to have people in just to have that little bit of a different um you know a different kind of thing i mean like the cover for example the cover of first to leave last to go usually all the covers like i've been taking a photograph or you know I've, I've made it somehow um but that was my friend paul um he's his fantastic photographer and, and I'd, I'd always kind of thought you know that should be a cover to a song when he, when he took a picture a while back um and as he didn't release one i thought i'd ask him if i could have it <laughs> so you know that's one of his snap that's one of his pictures actually um so that's really good and and he's again i mean talking about releasing stuff I mean, 
he you know he he's released loads of great stuff in the past. So I know he's got loads of stuff now on the go. It's a bit like Matthew um, plays guitar for us. Like mm. you know they've got fantastic stuff. Um, you know, and I've I've got copies of it. I'm listening to it all the time, and it's great, absolutely great stuff. But they're not releasing it yet, or haven't put it out there. And it's mm. almost like you need to get it out there. So, um, but yeah, but so there's a lot of stuff going on constantly. You know, there's always a lot of people. Very, I know a lot of people. You know, creative people who are doing a lot of stuff. Is say Daria and Carl. They've got their own bands. Yeah, me, me between. Um, who who are the ones actually who got us into the Liverpool IPO? So we're forever grateful for that. Um, you know, there's a lot of lot of people kind of doing stuff really, um, and a lot of people are linked. You know, like I play in 100 Express with Carl. We play together. Boz, another chap who plays in it. I play in another band with him. Um, Long Goodbye, Alfie in Brighton. Again, he's got an album coming out at some point. I don't know when he's going to release it, but he's just literally sent me that, which I play piano all over. And um, absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic album. So there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, talking Mm. involved with a lot of different people and a lot of different things, Um, you know, coming out and and not always coming out. (laughs) A lot going on, really. Yeah. Well, I think we're pretty much up to the uh, end of the time that we've got today. Um, but it's been absolutely incredible, Chris, um, talking to you today. And uh, I hope that uh, some of our listeners go off and uh, find your band camp and uh, buy some bits and pieces, find the YouTube, subscribe everywhere. Um, anything else that you want to sign off with before we uh, say goodbye? Not really. I just want to thank you very much. And thanks for doing what you're doing and, and, and keep going. And thank you. And thanks for having me on and playing us and supporting and having us on your playlists and everything else thank you no it's a pleasure it's always uh it's always good to get the uh, local talent um out there as much as we can i just wish i could uh get it get it further for you but uh who knows <laughs> we'll see no, where it goes we'll see much. where it goes uh enjoy the rest of your day and uh we look forward to thank hearing you. the rest of your stuff coming out whenever it does brilliant you'll have it when it's out thank you <laughs> thank you chris you too bye bye I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that there are some ways that you can support Birmingham Unsigned. Firstly, you could donate money through PayPal by going to our paypal.me link. The link is paypal.me forward slash Brum Unsigned. If you did want to make a more regular donation, we would be very, very grateful. You can do that through our Patreon page. You can access that from uh, patreon.com forward slash Birmingham Unsigned. If you or any band or artist that you know would like to be interviewed on the Birmingham Unsigned podcast, then drop us an email. It's brumunsigned at gmail.com and we'll get something sorted. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I look forward to having you here again for the next one. Stay awesome. <laughs>